Get out of the listening mode. Get in the talking mode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Merch Money. We have Matt and RJ on today. Real talk. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so we will go ahead and just go around and introduce ourselves. Before we do that, I just want to say that Michelle is stuck in traffic and she has no battery on her cell phone. So unfortunately, she'll either have to join late or she might miss today. And Brianna can't talk. <laughs> I told her to just, just relax and she didn't have to come on. But that was just, she is so dedicated. She's like, no, I'm coming on. So we'll see. We'll see how I can't miss out. <laughs> we told her she needs Pageant to even, wave, right? Yeah, we told her she needs to either learn sign language or like hold up cue cards of what she wants to say. So I'm bad sign language. Oh, you can you can monitor the chat. There, there you, you go. go. I told her Luna should be her spokesperson tonight, but she uh, was too afraid to do that. <laughs> she didn't know what Luna would say. <laughs> no merch magic tonight. <laughs> no merch magic. We got to have the show earlier so she can be on. <laughs> but anyway, my name is Helen Kinson. Um, my thing that I'm proud of this week, we, we always go around and say one thing we're proud of. I am really having a fun time with Penji. So I started like a little uh, mastermind group with, with everyone who's doing Penji. And it is so fun. We're, we're really having a good time together. So I'm happy about that. And... Uh, I'll introduce Brianna. This is Brianna Muller Green. She <laughs> she just came back from oh my god, I forgot what it's called Mid Midwest Conference Midwest and e Midwest Ecom. And she did a uh, talk. She did a speech Saturday night that I was so <laughs> sad I missed. And she was just starting to get laryngitis, so she pulled through, gave the speech, gave it her all. Completely lost her voice now, so you know she gave everything at that conference <laughs> and uh hopefully if anybody recorded it let me know i really want to hear it so if anybody um recorded it send me the link <laughs> um all right so one of the amy's i'll go okay. uh i'm amy nicholas marketing mayhem girl and i'm just grateful to see i'm, I'm proud of myself i'm gonna just like pat myself on the back <laughs> I'm proud of myself for being very consistent uh, with everything that I do. I try to be consistent across the board with working out, walking, uh, doing my business stuff, reading, just bettering myself every day. And also my power punch live videos daily and uh, uploading to YouTube because I'm starting to get like quite a few YouTube subscribers. I'm almost at 300. Yay. So, and that's in like, <laughs> like a month, month and a half. So pretty excited. Everybody subscribe to Amy. It's right on the side. Like it's one of the recommended YouTube channels. So definitely subscribe. I'll get you. We'll get you a bump to your YouTube channel later. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And if you feel like it, you can subscribe to me and Brianna also. We're also linked there. <laughs> if you feel like it. You're like the if after. You if you feel like it. it. <laughs> if you can be bothered to click a button. <laughs> All right, Amy. All right. So I'm Amy Springer, uh, Merch Marvel. And, uh, you know, this week, there's nothing in particular that, I, that I'm proud of or anything. I mean, March hasn't been too terrible considering it is July and things are a little bit slower. So I can't really complain there. Um, I will say, okay, one thing that 
that I feel has been better for me is research, which as most of y'all, if you're, if you watch in and tune in, you know that I'm not really big on research. I, I just have a really hard time with enjoying that. But for the past like four or five days, I've been dedicated in research um, and I'm confident that I will see it paid off. So that's probably my win this week. Awesome. And you keep doing the merch uh, girl boss. Uh, yes, the and girl awesome. boss show. And, and that's that's a lot of fun. You know, Amanda Balcazar, she's with me on there. And, and it's just a good time to just sit back and, you know, talk merch off the script. And it's it's cool. Yeah, I yeah, love that, too. I, yeah, it was good. I watched the last one you guys did. So, cool. All right. <laughs> Matt. Oh, I get put on the spot. Yeah, um, welcome to the show. One thing I, yeah, it's your one turn. Thing, <laughs> one thing I'm proud of, um, the, uh, the newsletter that we put out has had a really, really good response. Um, everybody seems to be very, very happy with it. And uh, I'm just happy to see that people are interested in it. Like we put a lot of work into that. So it, it's really, you know, it's really gratifying to see, you know, people getting value out of it. It is so good. I've read both of them. There's only two, you know, right? Or there there's now? only two. Okay, good. I've read both of them. They were awesome. So now, it was funny because I, I've noticed in y'all's group before you guys put the, put the newsletter out, you were talking about this amazing thing you guys were working on. And then... I, I was sitting there, I was thinking it was that niche le uh, list that y'all, that RJ put out. And I was like, okay, well, that's nice. And then boom, here's this newsletter full of amazing content. And I mean, I've learned stuff and I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's a really awesome thing that y'all are doing. So thank you. Cause it's, it's provided a lot of content for me too. So thanks. Yeah. I think it's nice to have something that, you know, I just try and throw as much stuff into it as we possibly can, because there's just, there's no way to keep up with everything. Right. Like I, you know, yeah. I was talking with uh, Amy Herberger um, over the weekend and she's like, I had no idea that any of these extensions existed, any of this stuff. Right. And like, and she's yeah. as bad as it gets. Yeah, we were kind of talking about that a little bit. And then it's like, oh, my goodness. And it's changed the game for me. Like this whole um, needing to go through all our old listings to make sure everything's in compliance. You know, it was a bore. And then, bam, here are these two extensions you can use together. And I, I didn't know about them until your newsletter. And it's made the whole entire process 20 times easier. So, oh, yeah, sure. you, yes. amazing all stuff. All right, RJ, you're not going to get off the hook. <laughs> you got to introduce okay. yourself to Okay. Uh, my name is RJ Martinez and something that I'm happy about is I've been actually putting out more YouTube videos. Uh, last week I probably put about f four or five out and I'm trying to get it to like seven or nine a week. And I'm not sure how I'm going to do that. Um, I'm still trying to figure that out. But uh, the last two YouTube videos, I've actually got the most dislikes I ever got in my whole entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's I, your say anything no. or not. I was like, no. should I say that? Is that rude? You know you have arrived. What the no. heck? Why no, are there so many dislikes? I don't know. You I'm know what that is, bro? You, you, need to, you need to be proud of that. That, you, that means you're getting haters. That means you're actually doing yeah. something right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know That's, you have arrived. <laughs> you're hating on your crap. That's what I'm trying to figure out, though. But I'm just smiling about it. I'm just like, why, though? Like, I'm trying to figure out why. But I don't take it as like, oh, man, it's the end of the world. I'm like, why? Like, if I can Watch figure out why. Yeah. Ours, before we start, there's always a doubt. Before we start. Yeah, 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 I saw that. No, I've already seen it. I already seen it. I was like, wow. Okay, just they're, like, not, they're like, who we're not guys? as cool as RJ. Yeah, we don't have as many, so we're working on it. Yeah, no, but I seen that. And I, I was just laughing. I was like, man, okay, so do I have to show everybody how to make money all the time? I can't talk about myself, or what is it? 
<laughs> no, I can't take it ratio. personally because there's always going to be people that will hate on whatever it is you're doing, no matter how successful yeah. or unsuccessful you are. You just yeah. got to ignore them and do not ever take it personally because yeah, what you're doing is great. I think really, what really yeah. matters is how many likes you have versus views. If you have quite a few likes and not like yeah. a ton of views, that's that's a good sign, you know. You yeah, that's another thing. Not not everybody hits that like button, and there are so many people that still like it. Yeah. yeah. Like, honestly, like a huge percentage of the people that liked your video, they just don't hit the button. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's true. Well, the, also too, I'm thinking is just like more. I'm more like okay, just put just put out the content and not even pay attention to that because that's what like Gary B yeah. says. Like you don't yeah. have you don't pay attention to that because if you pay attention to that, then it's always gonna discourage you. But me, I'm just like why like why why that like you know what I mean? But <laughs> I really don't. I don't care. Don't, don't try to figure it out. Use it. Use it to you. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna look at it and you're gonna allow it to make a difference in your life, yeah. just make sure that you use it as fuel to just keep on going and putting out even better and better content every week. Yeah, and you have that because, I mean, everybody in your group, like, you guys have so much respect and so many people that enjoy seeing what you guys are putting out there. And and that's that's what you gauge your success on. So, yeah, I actually we made a uh, the pop socket research for the people that subscribe to the newsletter. Um, just made it today. I finished it today and it should be sent out um, within a couple of days. Probably. Oh yeah, I, thought, I thought RJ's thing he was going to be proud of was he survived his birthday. <laughs> it, yeah. it took him a couple of days to get back and like i know if i don't hear from rj for a couple of days something definitely happened <laughs> <laughs> happy, uh, yeah. happy birthday thank mine's you, tomorrow i totally forgot to mention like on my own show that i was gonna like still do a show and do like a birthday special <laughs> oh i can't wait that'll yeah. be yeah i'm gonna give away we like no um decorations we need decorations i know <laughs> you should have told me i could have had my whole like decked out birthday <laughs> i know i was like it's I just been so busy this past week, week and a half, and I'm like, wait, it's my birthday. Like somebody said happy birthday at the bank like over the weekend, and I was like, What day is it? Like I don't even know what day it was. It was like two days early, but whatever. But yeah, I'm gonna do a giveaway of uh one month free in my like paid Facebook group for the Power Punch tribe. Awesome. So for anybody wanting to watch tomorrow, you have to um you have to be live because I'm gonna ask a question. So you have cool. to get the question. So. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah, uh, like you guys also get confused too with what, what day it is. Like I, I wake up, it's like just another day. You know what I mean? That's how I wake up, just another day. And then I'm like, yeah. what day is it though? <laughs> the only way I can keep track of days is that my husband has a job, it's like a regular, a regular Monday to Friday job. So if he's home, I'm like, oh, it must be the weekend. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's about it. Um, well, anyway, thank you guys so much for being here. There's like a million directions we could go because you guys know so much about print-on-demand, merch, Etsy, everything. Um, I wanted to start off with Etsy just because I loved the story of uh, Matt, how he like turned around his Etsy store over a weekend. So Matt, you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, so we started Etsy November last year and it was strictly because like, you know, we knew the freeze was coming we had pretty much maxed out our account on merch and we weren't going to be able to like no tear-ups were happening for like, I don't know if you guys remember like the last three weeks before the freeze, there were no tear-ups. So we were maxed out. We had no more slots. We're like, all right, well, let's just start with Etsy. A couple other people were doing it. Seemed like it was a good idea. My wife had experience on Etsy before. So it just seemed like a natural play for us. Um, and then, you know, it's the end of the year, everything else is going on. You know, I have my other business. So we uploaded some shirts. We didn't really put a whole lot of work into it. 
And then we just kind of left it. And we'd get like one or two sales a week or something like that. And we got through um, St. Patrick's Day. And it was kind of slow going into Cinco de Mayo. And we were really frustrated with our merch business at the time. So we were like, all right, fuck it. Like, let's take a look at Etsy and just see what we can do there if we actually concentrate on it and, and put some work into it. So we completely revamped our shop, like top to bottom. Redid the branding, the name, um, redid everything about it. Like redid all of our mock-ups. Um, we had some mock-ups that were up that were custom, but most of them were the printful mock-ups, which suck. So, you know, at the end of the day, like you need to catch somebody's eye if you're going to get a sale, right? Like you need that thing to pop compared to everything else. So you can do that if you're in a non-competitive niche and there's not anything else out there. Somebody's going to click on your listing, what, no matter what it looks like. But the stuff that we do a lot of times, you know, it's in pretty competitive niches because there's a lot of demand there. So we completely reworked the shop and instantly, like I swear to God, by Sunday, we our views had gone up like 4x. Um, we started getting consistent daily sales. And then it's just ever since then, just keeping up with that same theme, right? Like really niching down into um, what our ideal customer is and creating stuff for that ideal customer. We've seen massive results. That is awesome. Do you load the same stuff on merch as well? Um, yeah, primarily. There's a couple things that aren't there, but it's just because like they go for like tank tops and stuff. Like it's just, it's just they wouldn't fit necessarily, but I think 95% of the stuff is on merch also. Okay. Now, what steps do you take to give yourself a good shot at those high, more high demand where people are putting their money niches? You got to stand out. So like all of the mock-ups that we do, uh, my wife went through and like they are completely and totally custom. Like they, they look better than everything else in that niche. Uh, we made sure that there's lots of contrast. So they really pop out so that there's a difference between like the backgrounds are primarily light colored. The shirts are generally dark. We only carry three colors in our shop. Um, just because that's the vibe we want to have. Like it's, it's everything looks and goes together. There's nothing that kind of stands out. Um, the other part of it too is we understand our target niche, right? Like, so our target niche is a community that we're involved with, that people that we know, friends, everything else. So we understand it really, really well. So when you're creating the shirt and you're marketing to it, um, all of that kind of goes together. The shop is very congruent. Everything works together. There's not, you know, it's not a dog shop. And then suddenly there's like shirts for, you know, brides or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's everything goes together and works together. So it's not confusing to somebody when they're in the shop. And I think that also helps in terms of like, if you're looking for one thing, so say, for example, you're looking for a dog tank top, right? When you go into the shop, there's other options and other things that will fit within that, that a shopper that is looking for that is going to be able to buy. That was awesome. Did you already do that niche on merch or was this like brand new? No, we did it on merch also, um, but we decided that we were really going to focus on it and um, and drill down. You know, and it was it was kind of a little bit of a passion project for my wife. It's something that like she enjoys being able to do the, the more detailed listings. Right. So to be able to actually make a difference and make your stuff stand out. So, you know, we do merch and there's no control over the mock up. There's really no control other than your design. You have no control over the, you know, Nobody's looking at the listing. Nobody's looking at your actual copy. That's just keywords that people are using to find your stuff. Whereas Etsy, you can make your stuff look totally different. You have 10 pictures you can fill out. You have the description. Um, you know, you can lay it out however you want. And it makes a massive difference. That's really good points. What, uh, what about you, RJ? Do you have an Etsy store? Yeah, um, I have a, a general Etsy store, and then I have a, a niche Etsy store. Um, I've been doing a lot of research. So with the mock-ups, of course, um, I always had not – well, not, well, not at the beginning. I never had mock-ups. 
I was just using the uh, Printful mockups. But from my understanding, uh, what like the marketing person of Etsy said that the white background is very important. You get more traffic with a white background. She don't know the, she don't know why, but that's what she said. That's it. Just a white background. You get more traffic to your store if the mockup is white. I'm not even sure why neither. So, so. <laughs> so who's the Etsy person you talked to? How did, how did um, you meet them? No, I didn't talk to her. She was like on a, another live hangout. Oh. And I was just kind of like figuring out why, why a white background? Because I already knew already, but I was like, mm -hmm. why? Like trying to figure out why. And she just said it. She's like, I don't know why. Just that's just the way it is. That's how the <laughs> customer you, is. It goes back Wait. to the origin of Etsy. I've been on it for a long time with the vintage items and everything. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of the look like with Matt's yeah. store. Matt's store had that look. That's mm -hmm. used to have that look where everything was just white and everything yeah. was very, very plain. So I think they kind of try to carry that through now. Yeah. Now, okay, so you have the general Etsy store and then you have the niche down Etsy store. Do you do you see one is doing better than the other or is it well, about the same for you? The, uh, the niche store, like I barely like I barely started it last week and it was my birthday. Oh, okay. so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm really I'm barely focused on it right now. I just checked it today. There's no sales on it yet and I'm running ads to it, but I haven't gotten no sales yet. But I do see like it's getting like the traffic is picking up. I only have like I think like 13 listings. But the traffic is picking up because um, Matt, you think it's uh, better to have the niche down versus general? Yeah, I would. I would say one hundred percent. Like and, RJ, how many listings do you have live in your general store? Uh, Twelve hundred. Okay. Oh and wow! What did you do last month in profit? <laughs> I think it was like it was like barely like over three hundred dollars in profit. Yeah, we did no like no kidding. We did like seventeen hundred dollars in profit off of one hundred and eighty-four listings. Nice. Yeah. Now, do y'all find that Etsy is harder to break through than than merch, or yes. is it? Yeah, I mean, I so this is the advice I give to anybody. Like, if they're starting out, like if you're starting out in merch and you're not successful in merch, spend the time in merch. It doesn't cost you any money. Like, learn the print-on-demand business there. Understand the research. Understand how to find stuff because it doesn't cost you anything. Etsy costs mm -hmm. you money. Right. And, and if you're going to have a successful shop on Etsy, you better understand a couple of things. You better understand how to figure out who your target audience is. Or if you're doing a general store, you better be able to figure out where demand is coming from. Make sure that your listings, because they cost you money to be able to list things on Etsy, make sure somebody actually wants that design. Yeah, for sure. How can you do that? Like, what what do you recommend to make sure that there's a demand for your product? So you need to, to really research Etsy, right? Because the Etsy buyer is different from the Amazon buyer. And this is the thing I think a lot of people make a mistake on too when it comes from merch to go back over to Etsy. Not everything that's selling on merch is necessarily going to sell on Etsy. The buyer is different. It's a different demographic. You know, it's primarily women. There are, you know, between the ages of like 25 to 45, upper middle class. They're looking for a different experience than just your average, you know, scaled out t-shirt. They want something a little more custom, a little nicer. And that all speaks back to like really making a good listing. So doing the mock-ups and everything else, like they want to have that really like hand, you know, touch when you actually have an interaction with the customer. And that's the other thing too with Etsy that isn't on merch. You got to talk to your customers. Like you're going to get messages constantly, whether it's shipping, details about the item. Like, and I hear people bitch about it all the time that they're constantly getting messages and everything else. And I'm like, that's the greatest thing ever. I have an opportunity to convert a customer right then and get a sale and create a fan. Like that's a hundred percent. We've gotten so much business because we went the extra step, went really detailed, made a friend, 
And then suddenly like these people are referring their friends, you know, having multiple orders. That's the great thing about Etsy is you have that information, you know, when you have a buyer that's buying from you again. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can see how that would be very, very beneficial and something that we don't have on merch. That's awesome. I feel like Etsy is almost like a, a step before you go to Shopify. Like, it's mm -hmm. more of your own business and your own brand, but you still get the organic traffic from Etsy. Right, for sure. Yeah. Having had the Shopify experience, I will say that, yes, it probably would have been easier to do Etsy first uh, because I really had to learn customer service. And that was a challenge, um, even just to learn it enough to teach it to a VA, you know, for a store. Mm -hmm. um, but Etsy, <laughs> like Matt was saying, it's just like a walk in the park. You know, someone messages you, I mean, 50% chance they're going to buy something at least. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And then also too, uh, I see I'm all confused about that because like I have 1,200 listings up and I'm just like, my designs are, are okay. They're good. And then I have someone else that I talked to, like she's killing it too, uh, Kristen, and she's killing it. Like she like has, it's a general store. I was like, you have a general store and you're doing those type of numbers. And then she's like, <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I have a general store. I'm not doing those type of numbers. I was like, what type of mock-ups are you doing? She said the basic printful mock-ups. And I'm just like, okay, now I'm confused now. Like what's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like, Okay, you have someone that's putting up just the basic mockups that they're just running traffic to the basic mockups and they're have their sales are like up to like six thousand dollars in sales. I think that's a, a good point where it's like hard to compare yourself to other people because you yeah. never know like what they're really doing. Like maybe hers are more girly than yours. Yeah. Like maybe they're like more girl based and yeah, versus more of the customer um more of the customers on Pinterest. Yeah, for sure. That's that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, hmm. Well, yeah. if your niches okay, are like so the all over the place, it's kind of yeah. hard to even to be a general store. I mean, if you she go in there and just call it a general store, but they're kind of related, like the yeah. same type of person might like a yeah. cute dog short shirt or a cute donut shirt. Like they're different, but they're not that different. Like, like a know. bookworm, well, know, like, quilter, fabric yeah. quarter. You know what I mean? Like that kind yeah. of goes together. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I know I'm like the Etsy. I'm the Etsy shopper that goes in there and I use the search bar. I know what I'm wanting. So the general stores do really well for me because I'm just looking for like a certain thing, not so much a niche. But we know that the mock-ups are really important. How important are the keywords? We know in merch, keywords is where you're, where the eyes are going to get on your tees. How important is that on Etsy? outside of the, after the mock-up? Like it's important to have the mock-up, how important is it to have those keywords? It's all part of the, it's all part of the picture, right? Like you need to, if you're gonna stand out on Etsy, like you need to make sure all of that works together. Make sure that your keywords and your tags and your titles all work together. And the beautiful thing is like you have free software like Etsy rank, like it's completely and totally free. Like I, I've tried out the premium, quite frankly, I don't think the premium is worth it. It's, it's 10 bucks a month. There's just the, the extra data you get really doesn't make a difference in my decision in terms of what I'm going to use for my tags and titles and understanding that like tags, titles and description all kind of need to work together. Once you understand that and figure out how to find out what the tags and titles are that, you know, other people that have well-performing shirts are, you know, it, all of that working together makes it really easy to, to understand how you can write a listing that's going to perform. Now, do people search differently and use different keywords on Etsy versus merch? Or does it all kind of work? I think so much like Amazon, right? Like a lot of the Etsy search is going to be based on the auto suggest. So like what Etsy is populating for them. And, you know, that's the nice thing about Etsy rank is it, 
helps to keep track of like what the other well-performing shirts are in the niche, right? Um, so you can actually go through and, and type in a, a keyword string. So say, for example, you're looking for, you know, dog tank top women, right? And then what you what it'll do, Etsy Rank will actually pull up the listings that are really, you know, doing well in that niche when you go down to the very bottom of the um, the keyword search. And then you can just go through and look at those listings and look and see what like the listing scores on those. So, you know, I know some people don't think that Etsy rank is as good as Marmalade or whatever. It works great for us. Um, it doesn't cost any money, which is even better. So I go through and I look at what other like really good listings are, look at what their keywords, tags, titles, everything else are, and then just pick out the best ones. I love how you make it sound so easy. <laughs> it really is that easy, but it's like, I don't know. Like it, did it, do you have a marketing background or SEO background? Didn't I have, you? A, yeah, I have, I have a marketing and SEO background. That's, that's, my role in the the business that I run. So my, my partner is more of the organization and putting process in place and everything else and making sure that like the books are balanced, all that stuff. My job is to get us traffic, marketing, SEO, all of that stuff. That's yeah. the stuff that I really love. I, I heard that somewhere. I forget. And I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. Because <laughs> you're so Yeah, there is an advantage there. We thought mm. you just came out the womb. No, I, I know. We're like, man, I now I'm so disappointed. No, so <laughs> when it comes to SEO, right, and this is a little tip that I think that everybody can benefit, whether you're on Merch or you're on Etsy, there's a company called Moz, M-O-Z.com, and they're an SEO company that's been around for a long time. They have a guide to SEO, like a beginner's guide to SEO that I can't recommend enough. Like this is where I literally like started learning and understanding how search engines work and everything else. And it's based more for Google, but it's gonna work for any search engine because they all kind of operate the same way. It's like 50 pages long. It's really, really detailed, but like it's a beginner's guide. So it starts from the very, very beginning and go through it and read it. Like it'll help you to understand kind of just a general way, like how these things work. And it might help you to understand how to write better listings, how to find better keywords. Thank you so much. I feel like I'm like, all right, guys, I'm gone. I got to go read this guy. <laughs> now, can a guide Carry like that everyone. help us? Well, can a guide like that help you with organic traffic? Yeah, or I mean, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to help you understand, like, what search engines are looking for and why it's important for you to do certain things. Like, why it's important for you not to, like, write repetitive titles that are just, you know, over and over and over again, the same keywords, that kind of stuff. Like all of these things matter because not only do you want to rank on Etsy, like Etsy sends a lot of traffic from Google, right? So you need to make sure that your listing looks good on Google because you want to rank on Google because they're going to send you more traffic than Etsy organic search down the road. And Etsy is one of the biggest search engines, right? It's up there. They're up there. Like the top 20, I think. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. And Pinterest is a big one too, right? Do you use Pinterest at all to drive traffic to Etsy? So we do, but we haven't really started driving traffic to our Etsy store. I'm more concerned with building an audience there first. Okay. So I'm just trying to build the audience as large as possible there before we really start, you know, sending them offers, sending them, you know, listings and everything else. I want to make sure that they are interested in what we have, that they enjoy the stuff that we're doing, um, because I want to get actual fans. Like, because the problem with Pinterest is a lot of Pinterest traffic, a lot of the followers that you get at the very beginning anyways, are bots. They're people that want yeah. you to follow them back so they can mm -hmm. grow their account and everything else, right? Like there's a ton yeah. of bots on Pinterest. So you have to really focus on putting together a good um, Pinterest profile that is going to attract real people. Because at the end of the day, you don't care about bots. Like you know, I don't care yeah. about what my numbers are on Pinterest. I care about what the traffic is that's actually going through my links to wherever it's going. Yeah. Do you and Aaron have a ideal number of like how many listings you want to get in your shop and then just say, okay, we've got enough. We'll just rotate out from here. Um. 
not specifically. I don't. I, I would be very surprised if we go above like three fifty to four hundred. Um, it, it's probably going to be somewhere in that range because you want to keep it fresh. You want to make sure that you know the stuff that's up there is is you know applicable. Um, and then also the other part of it is too like not only do we have that store like we have two other stores. Um, we okay. have one that's primarily an artwork store, and then we have another one. It's artwork and home furnishing, and then we have another one that we're just opening up right now for another niche that we're focused on. Um, and that's kind of where I see us going. I see us opening up as we hit that number, you know what I mean? Working on opening up other Etsy stores focused on other niches. Are you building, so you were talking about building an audience and everything. Are you, um, do you have like an Instagram account or a Facebook fan page or anything to build the audience? Instagram account, Facebook fan page. Um, both of those are like in their infancy. Like we're just starting out because like I said, I'm trying to do it right. I want to make sure that we're, we're growing something that isn't going to be a bunch of just, you know, bot traffic, stupid people that don't, that don't apply to what our niches are. Yeah. Um, okay. Awesome. So all of that will work together. Are you going to have, um, like a, like a funnel, like an email thing and so customers and all that. Yeah. So the, the plan is eventually to lead them to a funnel. Um, it comes down to what the best, what's the best way to interact with your customer, right? Like, and you know, I mention this brand all the time in our lives, but I really think that Everfit kind of has it down when it comes to the the Etsy audience, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think that the Etsy audience is necessarily looking to like click through Facebook ads and everything else. Like, they're looking for more organic traffic. They want to interact, be a part of a brand, be part of something that they believe in. So they do all of their advertising through Instagram. It's literally their entire account. You go look at their account, their stories are nothing but different shirts that they're they're showing daily to their audience. And I think it's really, really effective. Um, so that's more what I'm interested in. Like, I don't necessarily need to market to people through Facebook, whether I'm going to bridge them off my Facebook fan account and have them in like Messenger or something like that and market them that way. I, I would prefer to do something a little bit more natural, a little more organic. That's just because of the platform and what it is. Mm -hmm. um, you know, down the road, if we want to go Shopify or something like that, then I could see really focusing on doing funnels, upsells, downsells, and, you know, putting together offers to get people to buy. Um, but it's in its infancy right now, right? Like we, this is just, this is where my head is right now. We're gonna test things mm -hmm. and see what works best. Do you guys put links to other products? Like if it's something you think it would really go together within the description, do you link to another product? Yes. Yeah, okay. so like, for example, we have some stuff that's like matching, so it's supposed to go with another shirt. Um, so there'll be a link in the, in the uh, description. Um, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll do a mock-up that has both in it. Um, okay. So it has the one shirt and then it has the other shirt. Yeah, now, well, do you find it difficult to juggle through more than one store? Yeah. So Etsy is not the most um, friendly when it comes to managing multiple stores um, because you have to actually sign into the different stores to be able to get all the messages. It doesn't like group them all together. So that's something that we uh, we kind of had, you know, if you're paying attention to your email, it's not a problem because the emails obviously all come in and you can see them all in one spot. But if you're just depending on like the notifications you get from the app or from the store, then it can be a problem. And I'm sorry, RJ, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you no, going to say? I'm um, sorry. Honestly, like, uh, that's what I said. I said this like about uh, the December or January. I was like, Etsy is if like, the payouts are every day. That's like, that's like the biggest thing right there. That's like, you can scale so fast with that. And I think doing the research too, a lot of like seven figure, like online e-commerce, whatever people, they make like seven figures and they use Etsy. They leverage Etsy to figure out how to research. So that's something right there too. Like I know a lot of people that just use Etsy just to do the research because they tell you so much. And a lot of people won't tell you that because 
They kind of like to keep it. Okay. That is a really good tip right there. Yeah. So for you, um, RJ, you're big on research. Like your Mm -hmm. entire YouTube channel was built on that in the beginning. How effective has Etsy has researching through Etsy been for your merch business, let alone your general Etsy stores? Um, well, I, I use it a lot. Um, like I, with my, my designer, like I'll send them links and stuff like that. I went and clicked on the, the search bar right now on Etsy and taco cat popped up and I found someone else that I've been watching. I was like, I've been watching this person make uh, back to school designs and they I found their Etsy store just right now. So, nice. <laughs> so it's all, yeah, it tells you a lot of stuff. It tells you a lot of stuff in the back end that uh, merch by or Amazon won't tell you. So there's a lot of stuff. So, and then I'll actually use that information that I get over here on Etsy and then take it over here to Amazon and see like what, what's making sales, if it's making sales, if there's a demand for it and stuff like that. So very important. And have you seen that, have you seen that pay off really well for you in merch? Um, honestly, like I'm all, I'm just going, I'm just designing, designing. <laughs> and if I, if I see it, I'll throw it up there. You know what I mean? I'll throw it up there. So I'm designing, designing, um, just, there's just a lot, there's a lot, a lot going on. I know, on. it's so hard to manage everything. There's so mm-hmm. much out there. <laughs> the nice thing about Etsy too, though, is, and this is something that me and RJ have kind of hacked is there's a way to tell like what's selling on Etsy. Um, and so that's part of our research, right? Like figuring out what's selling on Etsy, because that gives you an idea of like where the demand is going to be, regardless of whether it's on Etsy or whether it's on Amazon. Um, you know, it might be a little bit different design on Etsy. It might not necessarily be to the same customer, but the demand is still there. Yeah. You gotta, now you, for, sorry. You when you're looking for like, uh, like a, like the demand for like a shirt or a design or something like that. You just look for the social proof on Etsy and then you'll find a lot of stuff on there. So, mm-hmm. uh, What is that? The social proof? Mm-hmm. Like What's the add to carts, the reviews. If a shirt has a certain amount of reviews oh, yeah, yeah. and okay. it has over 20 or 10 add to carts, it'll tell you. So the customer actually took the time to press add to cart and stuff like that. Well, I went over that with Matt. It was like a private video that me and him did. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, yeah, so. Uh, well, we're pulling it out of you now. Like. <laughs> Not private anymore. <laughs> no. Um, is there a way to get reviews? Like, like, can you do something to get more reviews? Or does it just have to be organic if the person likes the shirt? So it's not the same way as merch, right? Like, there's not a... How do I want to put this? It's not like merch where it's, like, expressly prohibited, I want to say. Um, in the sense that, like... I don't think Etsy wants you necessarily going like bugging customers saying ask for a review, but if you do it in a way that it's like natural so that it it fits into like the experience for the customer, right? So one of the things that we try and do is we try and message a customer after we receive their order just to confirm it, let them know that we received it. This is what it is. This is what the processing time, shipping time, all that stuff is, right? Because a lot of times Etsy customers don't realize that there is processing time on it along with the shipping time and it can be it can become an issue especially as you get closer to the holidays um and then and this the whole reason we do this is because it opens up the conversation right they're used to us reaching out they're used to us actually messaging them after the order ships you message them again let them know that hey here's your tracking number one to let you know that it's shipped you know here's the normal shipping time and then also i just followed up at the end with you know, we're a small business. We're just starting out. If you like the experience and you like the item, it would mean the world to us if you can let um, the other Etsy shoppers know how you feel, right? That's like, so just something that's organic, nice and easy. It converts really well. That is huge tip right there. So do you have um, templates you set up so to make it easy to do that? Yes. Okay. Yep. And can you set it up through your phone, like the templates on your phone, or you have to go to your computer and do it? 
Yeah, we do it through the computer. Um, the, the goal is what I wanted it to be is a replicable process because we're training a VA right now to be able to take over all of that stuff. Okay. Um, awesome. Yeah, and then so Jane, do you set up like reminders for yourself or is there something that Etsy does to let you know, like, okay, now it's on its way, now they've received it? Like, So Printful sends an email out every time something ships. So that's what okay. triggers it on our end. Okay. Um, and Jay D'Souza just mentioned in the, in the chat, which like, I, yeah, I knew this. You can contact them regarding the experience, but you can't actually ask for a review. Okay. Yeah, so be careful. You like to share stuff. your experience. Exactly. Just be careful with the <laughs> way that you like work. There's, a, there's an easy way to make it very obvious that what you're asking for and not be like, you know, overly demanding. Yeah. So with those emails, like um, you have the email because they ordered something from you, but I mean, once you have that email, are you allowed to contact them again or is that against the rules? Like, do you have not to just. Supposed to. No, okay. so only, the only email is just to say like, were you happy with the experience? And then after that, you right, can't. Exactly. So that doesn't mean that people don't try and do that. Um, uh -huh. So for example, we ordered some like custom Yeti coolers for our wedding for um, gifts for the, the uh, groomsmen. And mm -hmm. like, I swear to God, like three days after we got it, we started getting bombarded daily with emails from this seller. Super annoying. Oh, like, yeah. It's just a bad yeah. experience. Yeah, and that's, that's why really they don't send lot. out, um, like they have it now with the Etsy, people that favorite stuff, you can send them a, a coupon them, code. Yeah, you can send yeah but it's limited. Codes. It's very, very limited because I actually email Etsy like wondering like, I've had all these favorites in the last week and you've sent like five email. And they said, yeah, we limit it so that the customer doesn't get more than like, it was like an email every other day or something. Yeah, so it was check out the, the uh, Etsy success podcast. Um, they recently did a pod, uh, podcast going over the marketing side of it, and they explain like what the logic is behind those favorite coupons and how they get sent out and how like they try to not overwhelm the shopper because um, you obviously don't want to get you know uh, 20 emails a day from different shops and everything else. Cool. I wrote that down. <laughs> so real quick, just to clarify, I, I obviously – from my questions, you can tell I haven't got I haven't really started an Etsy store, even though it's been on my list. But part of the reason I haven't is because I didn't want to do a general store. Like I wanted to make sure I start to build a brand and like, you know, do it the right way. Sure. And you know, that's that's made me not do it at all, which is not good. But anyway, um, back with the emails, um, you have to have someone opt in to receive emails, right? Is that how it works? So as part of your Etsy experience, like, well, I like that, if you want it, like, let's say you want to build an audience down the road and you want to start like being able right. to contact them to upsell, you have to have some kind of program where they opt in to receive that email, right? Right, for sure. And then the, that comes down to, like I said, to bridging your audience off of wherever you are, right? So right. whether it's, you know, Instagram, whether it's Facebook, whatever, you have to have a method to bridge them onto an offer page, onto some kind of an email chain, funnel, whatever. And um, you can't really do that from Etsy, right? Isn't that against the rules from Etsy? Like, is right. it better to do it from a Facebook page or an Instagram page? Right. Yeah. Building a brand is is not something that you're going to be able to do solely on Etsy, right? Like, and this that's the reason why is you're not going to be able to take those emails and be able to remarket and retarget these people, which is the whole idea, right? Like, you want to be able to capture that person, make them a lifelong customer, and then be able to continue to sell, remarket, retarget because you know they're a buyer. Um, I'm sure Amy knows all about this. Like this is this is marketing one on one. That's what, yeah, the Shopify thing really takes over um, because it's you don't own anything if you're just on platforms, um, guys. Realize this. I mean, Etsy decides to shut your account down tomorrow. Um, you have no you have no customers. You have no audience. Exactly, and that that's the brilliance. Like, and we talked a little bit about this over the weekend. That's the brilliance of Everfit, right? Their brand is Instagram. Their brand is not Etsy. 
they could literally pack up their shop, put it on Shopify tomorrow, and it wouldn't matter one bit. Nobody would ever would even notice. <laughs> yeah. And that's so the beauty of, it, of Shopify too. Just I mean, just the fact that you can email them whenever you want, right? You pay right. for an email app, but just the fact that you can just talk to your customers like they really are your customers, you know? Do you think that you'll put your Etsy store on Shopify and eventually just have it be a Shopify store? Or do you like, um, like it being on Etsy? I like I like Etsy for a lot of reasons. Um, it's easy. The organic traffic is great. Um, it's all in one spot, right? So like, so say we grow something to a certain point, I don't necessarily want to be have one shop on Shopify, the rest of them on Etsy. And now we have, you know, other things that we're controlling. But for me, the, the core is like, I want to build a brand, right? And it, it's because a, I want to be a little bit better at it. I want to understand it because if you do it once, you can replicate the process. And I think that brands are very powerful. Brands are where you should be aiming to be right now if you're in e-commerce, right? Like you want to create an audience and a brand so you have the ability to remarket and retarget. You don't depend just on viral traffic or just running ads and everything else because at the end of the day, that's not sustainable, right? Like, and this is the problem with merch for me a lot of times is the fact that while it's a great cash flow thing, um, Overall, we don't have a ton of control over the process. We don't have that customer information. You know, if you're going to run traffic to Amazon, you don't get a lot of the reporting coming back. So it's hard to tell how well things are converting, how your ad spend is, everything else. So for me, Etsy is very attractive because I can do all of those things. I have that reporting. I have that data. I can actually focus on building an audience and having rapport with my audience. Whereas merch, it's kind of a black box. You know, you don't know who your shopper is. You just know that you're converting. You know that you're making money, which is great. Amazon organic traffic is awesome. Um, and if you build a catalog of, you know, 10,000, 12,000 shirts that are selling really well, it can be a really good cash flow for you. But long term, you know, I like to think long term. I want to think about how do I build this into a business, not just cash flow. All right. I have a question about that. So building the brand on Etsy and obviously having the not a whole lot of information with merch. How important do you think it would be to take your brand and put it on Amazon as it grows? Um, not particularly, I think I, you know, okay. so just going back to Everfit, they list their shirts on Amazon. Um, they're slightly more expensive than the, what they are on the Etsy shop because Amazon fees are more expensive. Um, I think that Amazon is not the place to build a brand. Amazon is all about converting for Amazon. Amazon, not Amazon is not about converting for you. So Amazon is great at remarketing and retargeting their customers, not necessarily with your items, with other items they think that you might be interested in buying. So, you know, if you're if you're building a brand on top of Amazon, you just don't really have a whole lot of control over the process. Amazon controls everything, which is great. I mean, they're they're this is why they're the largest e-commerce company in the world. They're really good at what they do. They're really good at converting traffic. Um, but, you know, my mentality and it's this is what my focus has been over the last like two to three months is like, how do I build something that I have more control over that I know that I can actually manage and scale? Um, and not have to worry about, you know, things changing down the road, um, you know, because at the end of the day, this happens all the time on Amazon. If, you, if you're an FBA seller, you know what happens all the time. Like things change all the time and you, you know, whether Amazon steps in on your listing and they start carrying the private label item you have, or, you know, you step the wrong way and your account gets shut down, like things change on Amazon all the time. And you don't have a whole lot of control. You just make up for it by the fact that, you know, you make a lot of fucking money on Amazon because there's so much traffic. Awesome. Also, too, with the emails, you can with the emails on Etsy, you can take them and put them on Facebook. Don't you guys didn't hear that from me? And you can retarget them. 
Because <laughs> well, I know a lot That's about Facebook. That's a ads. very good point. Oh my Facebook God. Ads. Then you have a great target audience to target mm -hmm. for Facebook ads. They won't know, anyways. It's just going to pop up on their newsfeed. Like, oh, there goes that shirt that I've seen that, or that I purchased. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. Now, what's the biggest piece of advice you could give to somebody who is curious about starting an Etsy store but doesn't exactly know where to begin? Should their main focus be brand? Should it be a general store just to kind of get their, their feet wet? Or, you know, what, where should the newest person go with Etsy? If you don't know a thing about Etsy, um, you should check out Jay D'Souza and the course that he has. It's called his Etsy Crash Course. It's not cheap when it's compared to a lot of courses that are out there. It's super thorough. Like I'm actually using it to train my right now, A to Z, right? Like starting at the very beginning and understanding what you should do. Um, and if you're serious about Etsy, like I think you should plan on investing some money because you're going to spend money regardless. Um, I think that understand the process, like do the research and understand it. You can learn the information, I guess, if you're gonna, willing to spend some money and have trial and error and everything else, but I'm all about shortcuts. Um, like that course, Born on, it's the best course I've seen for anything like that. Um, it's great. So so before yeah. even listing one shirt on Etsy, yeah, I would, so here's the reason why. Like you want to understand the reasons for why you're doing the things you're doing, right? So like if you're going to list a shirt, you want to understand the process. Like this is what I need to do. This is how I need to do it. This is why I should do the things that I'm doing. Um, yeah, I, I just, for me, that's where I would start. I'm just a big believer that information is everything, right? Knowledge is everything. And you can learn it the hard way. You can learn it through the school of hard knocks, but why not take a shortcut? Awesome. I feel like there needs to be like a mic drop at the end of everything you say. <laughs> so many good points. <laughs> there was a question from Laura. She was asking about like, if you have multiple stores, do you have it all under kind of a similar name brand? She said like, Red no. River Dog or Red River Cat? No, okay. No, totally they're different, different audiences. Yeah, okay. they're totally different audiences, so it wouldn't make sense for them to go from a store that is a little bit more edgy, it's more sarcastic or whatever, and then go to a store that's, like, very homey and, you know, like... Country girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, now, with the customer service aspect of all these, of having multiple Etsy stores, how, how much time are you spending navigating through them all on, on any given day? Um, it's a couple hours a day, probably, um, where, you know, between returning conversations, sending out emails, everything else. Um, <clears throat> it's just, it becomes normal, I guess. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just part of the routine. It's just, it, you go through it. The, the, what I'm doing right now is we are training, um, a VA that I've had for a while, um, who helped us with our Amazon business and who I'm really focused on training her the right way to be able to run the stores. Cause ideally what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn over most of the day-to-day -day operations to her. Um, she's going to take care of like writing our listings, putting all this stuff together, a lot of the grunt work. And then we can handle some of the customer service stuff that's a little more complicated that we don't necessarily want her to handle. And we're not dealing with all of the other stuff. Cool. I think spending the time on the customer service is one of the reasons probably that you're doing so well, because that's so important to develop that trust and, and get those customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, because to differentiate yourself on the platform, right? Like at the end of the day, a lot of us are doing POD. So a lot of our pricing is fairly similar, right? So you're not gonna win on price unless you're willing to take a really small margin. I'm not. Um, if I'm doing it on Etsy, it's because I wanna make money. So one of the ways you can really quickly differentiate yourself is by the way that you handle your customers.
So a lot of Etsy sellers are very poor at this. Like they don't respond to messages or if they respond to messages, it's like 12 hours later. Like we try and respond within an hour to any one of our customers. Now for somebody who there, you know, merch is such a turn on because you don't have to deal with customers. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about shipping times or, you know, anything, you know, you, you don't have to worry about the customer for somebody who's curious about Etsy, but kind of intimidated about the customer service experience. What would you, what would you, um, how would you encourage them in it? Um, I would say you, you need to, to weigh it out, right? Like you need to balance it. Is it worth it for you to make potentially a lot more profit per listing per sale than you do for merch, but also have to deal with some customers, right? Like you're going to have to do that. Um, and you can take care of a lot of the customer stuff by just writing out really good descriptions, explaining like what your shipping policy is, um, returns, exchanges, all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, you're still going to get messages, no matter how well you write it, how detailed you make it. Like some customers are just, they don't want to deal with any of that. They just want to go direct to the source and ask you. Um, it's a different animal than merch. If all you're interested in is passive money where you don't have to deal with customer service, you just upload shirts and that's all you want to deal with because you don't like people, then, then merch is your game. Um, Etsy might not be the best fit for you. So and I think that's something a lot of times people struggle with too, right? Like, why am I not having success on Etsy? Because you're not doing this, this, and this. Well, I don't want to do this. Well, then you're not going to be successful, right? Like, it's just at the end of the day, there's certain things you need to do. Now, do you find it easy to deal with your customers and meet some, because I know like sometimes not every customer is going to read the fine print. Yeah. You know, they're, they're expecting you to serve everything to them on the silver platter that you kind of can't do. 100%. How hard yeah. is that to deal that, with, so you know? Overall, we've had fantastic customers. We've had two or three bad apples that was just like, if I saw you, I'd want to punch you in the face. Um, one specifically that was just just a just an asshole. Um, and it was just because like she wanted to get her money back because for whatever reason, right? So she lied about the shirt and everything else. And finally, it was just it was easier to just take care of it and get rid of her than it was to deal with anything else. And you just have to understand you're going to deal with that in any business except for merch, really. Right. Like in any business where you're dealing with customers, you're going to have customers that are a gigantic pain in the ass. Um, it's just part of business. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's why we're here. Right. Like we're here to run a business. You know, it's it, it's all magical unicorns until it starts to get real. And <laughs> overall, I will say the Etsy customers are they've been fantastic for us. Like they're just, they're super nice. Um, they don't have, I don't think unreasonable demands, but their demands are shaped by the fact that like their shopping experience on Amazon and other um, platforms, shipping's a little bit quicker than what it is on Etsy, right? So you're gonna deal with that question all the time. So expect people to expect things to be shipped quicker. Have that in your mentality, try and figure out a way to communicate to them, you know, these are custom orders, they're all made to order they're you know this made directly just for you so they understand that it's not something that is sitting on a shelf that you can just package up and send out that's perfect compared to shopify the people on etsy seem to be much more accepting yeah. of the whole process right. maybe it's because they're buying on etsy and they think like well etsy's got it together but this shopify store i never heard of you know Partner, right like etsy yeah. is a brand where shopify they're they're shopping from this shop on the internet right 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 um you know i think the other part of it too is the etsy shopper understands that a lot of the stuff is handmade um whereas it's not something that is you know like i said it's not mass produced so they're, they're different expectations this has been so awesome i <laughs> i have so many notes 
Now, here's can... here's a great question in the chat, and this is something that I've been curious about because you know this has been on my list of things to do too. Um, should you offer free shipping on Etsy? Must. So this is this so, is like me me and RJ's favorite so, answer to any of these questions, right? Like right. so. Um, we have a shop that we do free shipping. We have a shop that we do paid shipping. We're testing it. I don't have a definitive answer right now. I know what Etsy has said. Um, Etsy has said that I believe the number was 52% of their customers when surveyed said that they would rather shop for an item through free shipping versus something that's paid. Now that whether that's actually the truth or not, I don't know, right? Like, so that's what they say when you go through a survey, but what the actual buyer behavior is I'm not sure. Like, I don't know how you know, Etsy split tested it and they've actually had the same exact listing up with free shipping versus paid shipping to test and see what the conversion rates are. Um, but I, I mean, I know that like, you know, going back to Jay D'Souza, he's had over 40,000 sales on Etsy and all of his shops have shipping on it and he charges a lot for shipping. He says the Etsy customer doesn't have any problem paying for it. Now, if you're not charging shipping, do you kind of uh, jack your price up a little bit to yep. cover the shipping? Yeah, you're going to build it into your price one way or the other. It's more about convenience for the customer, not having not having the math. them to do math to figure it all out. Um, yeah. I think the, too, like, do you guys ever do the threshold where it's like fifty dollars and you get free shipping, or seventy five and you get free shipping? No. Okay. No, it's it, yeah. The one store we have free shipping on, and this is the one of the things I do enjoy about it. So typically, when you do paid shipping, right? Like it's like $5 plus $1 more for every item additional or, or whatever your structure is. Whereas free shipping, like you're getting that bump every single time it goes through. So, you know, typically we build it in about $4 for shipping into every item in that store and I'm getting paid $4 for all those items. So it's, you know, extra profit on top when you have multiple orders. Um, what do you what do you think about like a faster shipping times offering the customer faster ship faster shipping? So times? the problem with faster shipping times for Printful at least um, is unless you're paying for two day priority or you're paying for overnight, you don't have any control over their processing time, mm -hmm. which can be a, a big issue, right? Like so, what we've run into, and if you've been using Printful, you've probably seen it too. Stuff will go out of stock like four or five days later after the order comes in. And then you have a customer that's paid for like priority shipping, one to three day shipping. And they think that means that they're getting it in one to three days. <laughs> Meanwhile, right. now are, <laughs> are you using just Printful or are you using other places too? So We're using great. Printful. We've used Printora, which I didn't like. Um, Printora sucked. Uh, we used um, the Printed Mint. We've used them for some stuff. And then we're trying out uh, Printify right now. Printify now, really have nice. you thought have you thought about doing the integration into Amazon? I've thought about it. I haven't gotten any further than that. So, oh. um, um, one, Matt, Matt, you should yeah. try out put on your list to check out Print Tech. Yeah, I've got. I, I my buddy's been telling me about them for months. Back, they're like Trex too, right? I've got a whole uh, tomorrow. I'm gonna I'll go live with it. They sent me a whole box, so we I can show you guys like as far as the um like the quality, the embroidery, right. and all that stuff. But yeah, check it out. Okay. Um, one of the things that uh, that I've been very focused on over like the last month or so is simplifying my life because my life has a lot of things going on right now. So uh, what we've basically decided is my wife is going to take over the Etsy portion of the business for the most part and handle all of that stuff. Whereas I'm going to focus on our merch business and focus on like local merch, which is a big thing for me. So I'm trying to eliminate the shiny object syndrome that most entrepreneurs have where like you get excited about something, you jump on it and like it, it takes your focus away. I'm going to build out, we're going to build out Etsy for the rest of the year. 
We're going to build out the local merch business for the rest of the year. And then at the end of the year, once we're through all of this, then kind of reevaluate and see where we are and decide if there's something else we can add to our plate. I feel like a lot of times, at least for myself, I get spread out way too much. And then it takes away from the ability to really build a really, really solid business because I'm building a bunch of little micro businesses here. So like you get confused by like micro successes when in reality, like at the end of the day, it's all about money in pocket. And I want to make a lot of freaking money and I'm not going to do it by having like nine different businesses all over the place, making me like $500. <laughs> True. Cool. That's, I didn't even I'm know, pissed. I didn't even know you were doing a lot with local merch. So that'll be good to hear about. Yeah, so I'm probably not gonna be talking about it a ton until I'm a little more comfortable in the process, right? Like yeah. my my background is sales. I've been in sales since I was 21 years old. Like I've done nothing but sales in one sh way, shape or form, right? So it's a good fit for me. I'm really excited to get back to just uh, business to business sales. I've experienced that since so my business partner right now. So I think it's something that we're really, it's really in our wheelhouse. Um, down the road, we'll be able to provide some really, really good content um, with regards to like the pitch sales process, understanding how to pitch a business, how the difference it is when you're in like an actual live event versus doing something over e-commerce. We're also planning on building out um, a toll funnel system basically to drive traffic to local merch business and everything else. So I'll be able to talk to that down the road, but right now it's just, we're in the testing phase. We're, we're just going through a lot of stuff. Now, RJ, what awesome. about what about you, RJ? Um, is your focus going to be Etsy and Amazon? Or are you going to try to narrow down on one thing? Like, where what is your goal for the next couple of months? I have somebody that uploads for me on Etsy, um, but that's what I'm saying because I'm like confused still because I'm just like, okay, the designs that I have are not they're not shitty designs, excuse me, uh, <laughs> but they're just they're not you know what I mean? They're not bad designs. So I'm trying to figure out why, and once I figure out why and I get it down because that's like one of my main focuses. Um, he can just do that and it'll just gonna scale up from there. Like the more designs he's gonna upload, the more profit I'm gonna make, of course, but it's not, I'm not sure exactly what it is. Uh, and I've seen other people's stores that are doing, like they're, they're, they're just basic stores and they're not even, like they're killing it. They're like have over 800 sales already. I'm like, how are you guys doing this? Are you getting a now, lot are of you traffic, RJ? Like, and it's just, they're just not converting or? Well, is this is another traffic? thing though too. Okay, so my mockups on my stores were dark. Okay, they were dark, That's a, and I switched it over to light mockups in the background. So let's see if that makes a difference. Let me upload like about 200 uh, listings with the lighter backgrounds, and let's see what happens. So RJ, now is that, did you see if they were driving traffic though from like a big like Instagram account or anything? Um, no, well, most of the people that I know that are doing really good numbers, they're not doing none of that. They're just using Etsy, mm -hmm. and they're doing really well. How many more people are starting to dabble in it? So just. Yeah them real quick and see if maybe that's like the only piece you know is something like yeah because yeah. yeah, i got like i got three people that came from uh pinterest and um I'm just, okay that's cool but uh no i'm, pr I'm pretty sure no sales so i'm trying to figure that out so <laughs> kristen harris says you need jay's course <laughs> Of course, you guys need to uh, you guys need to get uh, get Jay on the show if you if you guys I, want yeah, to really deep dive into Etsy. Jay, we want you. <laughs> there are so many so many yeah. awesome people in this community. Like we <laughs> we already filled out like the whole year, and we keep having to be like figure out like okay, switch people around. How are we going to do this? <laughs> For sure, yeah. Jay and his business partner uh, Dion are both freaking awesome. Um, Dion is like when it comes to like branding and understanding. Um, both Shopify and Etsy, like that whole experience, like she'll talk your ear off and it's going to be a great conversation. So exciting. 
I no, love learning all this stuff. You guys, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on today. Teresa said, love Jay. He's a decent Canadian. He's a decent Canadian. <laughs> I, seen... I feel like there's so many Canadians in the merch world. <laughs> Ecom in general. <laughs> it's good. I like That's it. That's the beauty of it. I mean, it, it really is worldwide. And you're making connections with people you never would have otherwise. So, uh, yes. Helen, can you update it with Jay's um, course link? When, sure. when we finish live because people are asking yeah somebody send it to me i don't know if i have it but yeah i'll definitely add it okay yeah i'll be great jay message helen jay's in the audience <laughs> okay. he's, he's messing with me now yeah jay you send the link uh by the way guys there's 72 people watching right now and there's only 22 thumbs up you guys are like not doing your job right like so we're doing our <laughs> job right now we're giving you guys awesome content like you guys need to do your part okay so like <laughs> Part of the deal, part of the agreement is you guys need to help these ladies out. Hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, tag the bell, okay? Get after it. Come on, guys. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Matt. This is something that I need to learn. Like, I'm still new to YouTube. I always forget to ask people to hit the subscribe button. Watch, here goes 20 thumbs down. Here goes 20 thumbs down. You know what? Here's the thing about the thumbs down. RJ brought all, his, all the people that... Do the thumbs down. <laughs> so, so here's the thing with thumbs down and like the, the haters don't realize YouTube's algorithm only cares about interaction, right? Like yeah. they don't care whether it's thumbs up or thumbs down. So yeah. if they're giving you a thumbs down, they're actually helping your page even more, right? Because they yeah. know that you're getting interaction with it. They're going to show the video more often. And it's so funny. Like haters are so much more um, loyal than... <laughs> right? Seriously. Like oh, they're putting they're of them. Oh, sure They'll right probably there. put some comments in there too. <laughs> Haters are loyal. That's a new shirt. Okay. Haters are uh, right? <laughs> RJ sending it to his VA right now. Bo said, "Here it comes with thumbs down." <laughs> Bo Bo's helping us with the engagement. <laughs> awesome. That's good. And then also, we'll share show the video too if you guys haven't, because that's that's one that's like one of the yep. most things. Awesome. You guys are helping so much. Thank you. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say? I know we've we've held you for an hour already. I mean, we could talk to you all night. You have so much so much to uh... if you guys like if you guys like the content, um check out the newsletter. It's merchnews.email, just nice and simple. Uh it goes out weekly on Wednesday. That's the goal anyways. Um put that before Jay's art. put that before Jay's uh, yes, yeah, make sure, I, make, sure. yeah, definitely, I need to make sure I have that linked. I know I put your YouTube channels and your Facebook uh, group and everything, but I got to check if I put that in there. Okay, I'll, no share it. I'll share it through my channels tomorrow. Too. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah definitely it. everyone do that newsletter. It's amazing. I'm going to go watch a movie and go eat dinner. I'm not sure where or yeah, you guys are California time, so it's dinner time. We're, we're in California time. RJ's out in the garage right now, too, so I'm sure he's baking. It's like 105 out by me. I don't know how hot it is by him. Oh, my God. I'm not, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. RJ's cooking like a pizza. Oh. <laughs> good. I'm not detoxing all this alcohol out of my system. Yeah, that'll do it. I mean, he's got a sauna right now. He's got the Poman sauna. Did your grandpa party with you? Yeah, he, he always does. Awesome. I love that. Me and him are real close. Like me and him are all about. Well, me, I'm all about family. Me and him are real close. So like, whatever I do, accomplish, he's like right behind me. Like I'm excited. Like thank, you. like good job. You know what I mean? Oh, I love that. How is his um his merch account doing? I haven't even checked up on that at all. Let's see. Grandpa's slacking. <laughs> no, because I have to do it all, and then my sales are like 
up and down, up and down, and I'm just over here all. <laughs> like, Grandpa, how does that work? Why do I do all the work? Yeah. <laughs> I just sent him a code on his cell phone. He's not here, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris, yeah. said he's Mexican. He can take the heat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much, and you're uh, come back anytime. I really want to hear how it goes with the uh, local merch. So we'll have to have you yeah, guys well, on. I, I, like I said, I don't see it talking a whole lot about it until probably year end. Yeah, um, that's fine. But, well, uh, we'll do a follow up with oh, you. For sure. Awesome. awesome. All right. Thank well, you guys. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.